What is going on, everyone? You are listening to the Zaro Sports Free For All, a podcast about health, fitness, sports, and a whole lot of rants. I am your host, Alex. Yo soy Alessi. Cue the music. Money world. El mundo quiere dinero. Alright guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode. Uh, today, I was able to interview John Vargo. Now, John is a guy that I used to play a ton of basketball with, and um, the interview went really well. Unfortunately, uh, the call quality on it was kind of spotty, so I do apologize for that. But we are dropping gems on this episode, so I can't wait to dive in. We're talking basketball, fitness, and mindset. Let's go. Right, cool, cool. So, let, yeah, let's, let's jump in. Let's jump in. Like I said... Uh, I want to welcome you onto the show. Thank you for uh, coming on today. I know it's definitely on short notice, but I definitely appreciate your time. Um, so, everyone, this is John Bargo. This is, he's one of the most fiercest competitors that I know. Uh, we kind of met back up uh, here in Carteret a couple of weeks ago. Actually, it was probably more like a couple of months ago now. Time flies. But uh, we want to we want to go over a couple of topics today that I think are are pretty interesting. Those being basketball, because uh, we met playing basketball. We're going to go over a little bit of basketball, a little bit of mindset, fitness, and nutrition. Um, so let's jump in. I want to open up with a little bit of basketball talk. So like I said, you're one of the fiercest competitors that I know. Um, and we only play really like recreational basketball. It's not like we ever played super uh, organized basketball. But uh, definitely one of the most fiercest. Well, how many days were we playing like back then? How many days, how many days a week were you playing when we actually were playing basketball? As many days there are in the week, I think. I mean, that's all I pretty. That's pretty much all I did. That's it. And thanks for having me, by the way. I appreciate yeah. it. You got no some problem. kind words. I don't know how true they are. I don't know if I would describe <laughs> myself that way, but, but uh, yeah, man. Now every day, that's all. Uh, I couldn't wait to three, four o'clock, five o'clock, whatever time I started playing. That's when my brain really turned. Yeah. Hold hold on one second, man, because my, my connection is really, really raggedy right now. All right. Just kind of a little bit. Uh let's see. All right, let's try that again. So yeah, you were playing seven seven days a week, really? Uh no, I mean I don't know. Maybe I would say at, at least Monday through Friday. I don't know what I would Monday do on Friday. weekends. Maybe I would play seven days a week. I'm sure I did sometimes, but yeah. uh after school, man, you go play basketball. That's what you did. Oh yeah, man. So like a couple hours from like freaking right after school till <laughs> right before bed, huh? That's it. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's it. Um, who who were your who were some of your like your toughest competitors back when you were when you were playing that much? Talk talk to me a little bit about who. I mean, you don't have to name names, but personality wise, who were some of your toughest competitors? Or if you do have names, go ahead, name them out there. Yeah. No. Nah. No, that's a good question. I can tell you one guy that I really – and I, I wish he knew that I felt this way, but I don't know if he does. But one guy – and I don't know if you know who this is, but a guy named uh, Rob Hammonds. It's a little guy. Real – one, maybe five. I, I don't mean to insult him. Maybe it's five, three, five, four. I really don't know. Jump out of the building, lightning fast. Right, right. Um, and I would describe him as the other back when we played, but guy that I really looked up to. Yeah. Somebody's 14, someone's 18. That's a massive difference when you're in your teens. So he was a guy that I really looked up to and competed with 
And um, I mean, I don't, I don't really have names to play with so many guys, but for me, I always like to go up against good competition. The right? other, yeah, the other team's best little guy, or I just want to go after the the best guy because I I wanted to be the best on the court, and I wanted it to not even be comparable. Yeah. Whoever the second best was. I wanted to be so far different. I wanted to dominate. I was just mindset. Didn't always play out that way. But when I got out there, I wanted to be the best, bar none, and blow the competition out of the water. <laughs> so I don't really have anybody specific, but the other guy, I was never the fastest. And I was never, I could never necessarily jump the highest or do those types of things. But um, I always wanted to go up against the other team's best little guy. Or, or you know what? Actually, I should phrase like this. I wanted to go against the other team's biggest personality. That's how I like to look at it. So okay, okay. if you had a guy that liked to talk, that's who I wanted to get into it with because that's what brought it out of me. If I could get a little something going, a little back and forth going at that level of competition because now we got the spotlight. Now we're trash talking back and forth. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. who you're watching. And that's that's what I wanted to be a part of. Man, yeah, no, that's, that's really funny. I mean, and, and it comes down to like a mindset. So in terms of um, – like, so you told me, what was the name, Rob? So, Rob, what, what do you think made him? Uh, yeah, Rob. So, yeah, what do you think made him so tough? Like, what about him? I mean, you say he was fast, he was, he was quick. But in terms of, I guess, uh, any traits that he had, that he have like an unbreakable mindset? Because that, that's what you're telling me. You, you didn't think you were the fastest, but when I played against you, I was like, God damn, I didn't want to freaking guard you because you were so damn fast. <laughs> so... Um, no, I mean, I'm sure I was fast back then, but I'll tell you straight away, I'm, I'm not as fast as I used to be, right. but, uh, but I suppose I was fast back then. But yeah, man, he was just unbreakable. You know, he was one of those guys. And I guess that's kind of how I modeled myself. Like it didn't matter if you were down eight, 10, 12 points, he just kept coming. It was like an Allen Iverson type, but that was kind of like my one guy that was like, what was my favorite player? Never stop coming, never give up. But it's not just basketball. I, I apply that to life, to business, to, to everything. So, I mean, that's yeah. just kind of a, I guess that's in my DNA super interesting man um so that's that's kind of like the next thing we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about is, is mindset and how all of that um kind of correlates to the rest of your life so let's jump into the mindset portion of it so i don't i don't believe in like star signs too much but i'm a scorpio and i always remember your birthday because i think your your birthday is november 3rd right yeah yep and it's right before mine that's literally why i remember your birthday <laughs> and there's some things like i know psychologically um, you have like that relentless mentality, which is very, very similar to mine, but I think we apply it in different ways. I think you apply, you were able to apply it a lot more in an athletic sense. And, and then, and I think that's what we're going to get mm -hmm. to now. Cause I think you said you, you apply it into kind of like your business as well. Um, so when I, when I look at people's birthdays, like my birthday is November 4th, right after yours. And that's actually P Diddy's birthday. And that's not to say like, I'm, I see myself as a rapper or any kind of music mogul, but in terms of like thinking and like that business acumen, I do kind of see that correlation when it comes to star signs. So, um, I know, I know for you, like, yeah, like you're relentless. So now whether that came across in an athletic feat or, or in business, I think that's what you're kind of getting to, right? How you applied it to other things outside of basketball. Yeah. Yeah. So what's, what's your typical mindset like on a, on a day-to-day -day basis and how has it helped you in your, in your professional life? Well, to re to rewind for basketball, I don't really know how much I even liked basketball, but I liked the competitive aspect of it. Um, yeah, I wasn't a guy who raced home to watch all the basketball games or anything like that, but I was someone that when I was out there competing, right. that's like, 
that's what got me off. Like if I could get out there and get a good sweat and get a good exchange with someone, that's what I liked. And I, if I played golf or if I played some other thing, I probably would have been the same way with that. It just so happened to be basketball that I played. Yeah. But um, the way I approach the day is it really, it's, it's uh, I suppose it's a similar mentality that I just didn't want the, whoever, I, I always felt like I was, if I wasn't the best, I was, I wanted to take the appropriate steps to be the best in whatever I was doing. Yeah. Um, with the exception now being a father, because I let my daughter beat me at everything. So it's a little bit different now, but going back, <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to, you know, and, and for example, in business, I didn't, I didn't want, if you're, your specific business or your district or your region or, or your, whatever your you know field is, is doing something and you have direct competitors, how do we optimize what we're doing? Not just so that we can be good on our own scale, but when we're scaled against other people and other entities and, and groups and businesses, districts, regions, whatever the case, how do we create such separation that we are so dominant that you can't even put us in the same right, right. situation as someone else? And I thought I was like a, more of a kid, you know, you know, there was no financial payoff or anything like that in business. How do you separate yourself so much that the number two isn't even close? You're the clear cut head and shoulders best that there is optimizing at every avenue, every source of income, whatever it is, whatever you're doing, how are you setting yourself apart? Right, right. Yeah, so that, that's, that's what I look at. And when I, when I have something put in front of me or if I'm going over numbers or doing whatever I'm doing, I don't want to just do it good, but I want to do it so good that, that I'm going to um, really separate myself from the crowd. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. So it takes, it definitely takes a lot of, a lot of focus. Um, now I w we are going to rewind a little bit here. Cause I remember, um, when we were playing a lot, you actually went on like a journey to lose a ton of weight. Um, I think I want to talk a little bit about that and how that relates to fitness. Sure did. Uh, yeah. yeah. What, what did you start at when you started that cut and why did you want to cut? So I'm going to, I'm going to try to answer the question thoroughly, but I definitely lost you there for a few seconds. So if I skip over anything that you asked, just hit me okay. again and I'll definitely, okay. definitely answer more thoroughly. But I, um, a quick background is I, I found this scale where I was in 11 or something. I don't even want to be honest, but I found a scale and I stepped on it and right. I weighed like 205 pounds or just nothing. Yeah, that's normal weight. But in my mind, I wasn't a guy that got on the scale all the time. I just always in my mind thought I was like 165 or 170. So I always told myself that. And if someone asked me, I'm like 170. But then I found out I was about 205 pounds. Ooh, yeah. So then I found, I just found another scale. I was like, you know, let me see if that's accurate. I was like, that scale is busted. I don't weigh 205, right? So right. then I, I found another scale and, you know, it was, you know, it was like the difference was negligible, like 203, 207, whatever the case. But uh, it was accurate. So I, uh, shifted my my focus i had a, you know a, a radical change you know i'd start taking different uh actions started doing different things started leading a different lifestyle and um you know i'm not embellishing here it, it uh I, I did lose i lost 53 pounds in just over two months and it wow. was uh it was to think about it now it was 
I don't really know how I did it, but it was a radical lifestyle change. It was one day I was eating, I woke up and I was having chicken wings from the Chinese place uh, leftover for lunch the next day, right? right? I was doing that Monday and then Tuesday, I decided, you know what, I'm going to have fish or I'm going to have oatmeal for breakfast. I'm going to have a, a, a light lunch and I'm going to have fish or grilled chicken or something for dinner with, with a side of greens or, you know, you name it, something healthy and paired that with insane cardio. Yeah. I remember that. And yeah. I was doing, I was doing between eight, eight would be a light day. And I was doing eight miles to maybe anywhere between 12 and 15, uh, six days a week. So, and, and it became an addiction. It became, I almost had like a disorder. I felt like, because I couldn't eat, I didn't want to eat anything. Right. And I was going to go crazy if I couldn't work out or like if I had to go do something that was going to pull me away from getting my, my cardio in, I was going to lose my mind. I would go run at one o'clock in the morning if I really needed to. <laughs> so it really took over my life. It, it, it changed um, really the way I looked at what I ate, what I consumed, what I put in my body. Uh, you know, not, not just fatty foods, but, you know, alcoholic, strong drinks, things like that. It really just changed where I looked at everything. I increased my food IQ and then I just... I did that, put in that road work and, and I had crazy results, but I couldn't maintain it, nor did I want to, but it was cool that I kind of achieved that goal in such a short amount of time. That is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're going to get into that, how that kind of affected the rest of your life after that, but that is incredible. 53 pounds in, in two months. I, I definitely remember that. Um, and that, and that just goes to show you again, that took an incredible amount of focus because you, you told me from, from Monday, you're eating chicken wings and then Tuesday you're eating like grilled chicken. And that, and that is crazy. And then yeah. for, for you to keep that up like day after day after day. And then it, it just became something that it, 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 you built that habit. So you felt like you needed to, you know, go off for the run even at like 1 a.m. in the morning if you had to. That is some serious stuff, man. Um, so. OK, so let's let's, let's talk about this. Um, you weren't able to keep it up. So what are you doing currently now right now to, to stay in shape shape? Well, what I did is, uh, I, my, my lowest number that I hit, I, I got on a, the scale motivated me. I looked at the number and if it was going down, I was doing the right thing. Right. So that's what motivated me. And that's what pushed me to run that extra mile, so on and so forth. But to get back to your question, I, uh, the lowest I got was 152. I didn't really feel good. You know, I didn't feel good at 152 pounds. Right. Looking back, I, I don't even like the way I looked, you know, I was like nothing, but I, uh, I just didn't want to. I felt like I accomplished what I set out to accomplish. I wanted to get to 152. Um, and and, and there's, there's a reason that I got to, to that number was because that was the catch weight that Mayweather and Canelo fought at. And that was what was agreed <laughs> on. So I want for whatever reason, that was in my mind. So I wanted to get there just to say that. Yeah, I yeah. Could. And then, uh, and then, uh, um, you know, then I just, I, I kind of leveled off, you know, about 170. I would say right now, if I, if I had to guess, I'm probably about 180, you know, but okay. about 170. And I just maintained a much lighter um, but steady uh, routine of cardio mixed okay. in with, uh, you know, some weight training here and there, heavy bags, swimming, so, uh, those types of things. And obviously it's very difficult now with the current uh, circumstances, but right, right. that's how I kept up with myself after that. Yeah. So did you have any actual like guidance? Like who, who told you, where'd you get your guidance from in terms of what to eat? Like how was your nutrition? What, what were you following any particular diet or were you just like, yeah, I'm just going to do this and this because I think it works. Or did you actually have like guidance? Uh, no, I mean, I, I knew the basics. I, I didn't know that much. I knew that what I was eating wasn't good. 
right. and that it, it could improve. And obviously, you know, I knew to an extent what healthy food was. So um, all I really did is I just shopped in a different aisle. That's all I did. I mean, nobody really guided me. I Googled a few things. I got right. some, some basic information and, uh, and that's it, man. Yeah. I, I, actually, I'll share a fun, a funny fact with you. When I was running, phone. I only wanted to have my keys and my, my phone when I left the house. So um, my phone would always fly around in my pocket if I was wearing shorts. So I started right. running sweats and uh, kept my phone tighter in my pocket. It wasn't uh, flopping around. And that's something I still, I can't wear shorts to do anything now. For whatever reason, that got stuck in my head. I don't even have shorts. I just, I play basketball in pants. I run in pants, do it <laughs> all at my exercising pants. All came from that. And that's the reason. <laughs> that's Interesting. a fun fact. Interesting. So, so if you could sum all that up, that little journey, um, what'd you learn from it all? And what were you able to keep into your daily life? Um, like even up to this day? Probably just that it's possible, you know, because you do see, and then I, and then just coincidentally, I moved into the, uh, fitness industry from there. So right. I was able to share my experience with a lot of people that wanted, you know, that were on that journey. And, sh and I don't know if this answers the question, but it was very, very beneficial and edifying to a lot of people because I was able to share with them. Um, who, it doesn't matter that I accomplished that. That's not the point. The point is that they could be, I know they could because I did. Right. So it's right, very, right. very possible because you see this diet and that diet and how to do this and how to do that. And it only cost this much money. But the reality was I didn't put a, a heck of a lot of money into it. I just made a lifestyle change and, and, and the results were there. So I was able to share that. I was able to share pictures, uh, progress pictures before and after pictures and uh, you know, fingers crossed, hopefully motivate some people. But no, it, um, I think the, heck yeah, man. the biggest thing for me was just, I, I suppose proving to myself that it, it could be done. Right. You know, and, and that's, Kind of when I do my when I exercise now, remember I yeah I I lost you a little bit at the end there those last couple sentences yeah the the, the connection today is terrible what were those last well, two sentences you you had said there to close out I. I I think I said overall to badly do you want, are you willing to sacrifice that extra 10 or 12 minutes to do that extra set or that extra mile or two miles or go around the block one more time or turn it up a little bit faster? Um, knowing that you could do it, but asking yourself how badly do you want it? And then just weighing it. Cause if you want it bad enough, you could do it. You know, maybe right, you right. might fall flat on your face and you might be exhausted. Your legs might give out, but you know, damn well that you pushed yourself to the maximum limit, gave it everything you had to get there. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I definitely hear that. Um, so let, let's go ahead and summarize over here. Um, knowing what you knew, Knowing what you know now, how much do you think it would have it would have helped you back then? So let me let me go ahead and try to rephrase that. Um, you say you didn't have like guidance or real coaching in terms of knowing what to eat. You kind of just did that, um, kind of like wiggled your way around, and then uh, 
eventually hit that goal. But that 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 that, that, that you got to like crush through a lot of walls there. How much do you think having a coach and someone to stay accountable with would have helped you? Do you think you would have like made tenfold the progress that you made? Like what what kind of difference? Obviously a, a lot, but what, in in your opinion, how much do you think that would have helped you? I think it would have helped. I think it would have helped exponentially. But um, you know, I probably answered that question a little inaccurately. I suppose you could say my phone was kind of acted as a coach. What I did, right? But but uh, you know, a, a human the human interaction would have been probably, as I said, exponentially better. Um, but what I was doing is anything that I was eating or consuming, I was tracking the calories of the fat content, you name it. And Perfect. I was using Perfect, as yeah. simple as uh, my um, my fitness calculator. No, oh really? I was using my cat. Wow, really? Calculator on my phone. So if I had, if I had, uh, let me tell you, if I had for breakfast, if I had uh, two packs uh, to, or two servings of oatmeal and a banana on the side, I was putting in, you know, just, I don't even know how accurate it is, but maybe 380 calories. So I was just going to put that number and let it rest in my calculator. And then when I had my lunch, I was going to add my 500 calories. Now I'm up to 830. And now I'm going to have a little snack for 200 more calories. And I'm going to have my dinner for another 600 calories, whatever. But I wanted to keep keep it as low as possible. Right, right. And 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 I'm that this people should do that because I know I'm not necessarily the most healthiest thing to do. It's just what I did, and then watch that 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 number on the scale stay low. But absolutely, speaking to a qualified person who, yeah. who knew more than I did and can and could give me that that type of feedback would have helped exponentially man that, that is interesting you were literally just using the calculator that is that's crazy i mean that, that goes to show you though it's literally it just comes down to an in versus out if you want to lose you got <laughs> in let you know a lot less than your than, than you're outputting and then if you want to gain yeah. you're going to take in more than you're outputting it literally comes down to the one of those two things and that and that goes to show you how how, how true it is um, now, whether you're looking for like a, a, a an actual physique, but in terms of weight loss, which you accomplished, it was 53 pounds in two months. I mean, that, that is incredible. Um, all right. Last thing. Last thing. Well, I got one more question. So we, we mostly we talked about change and how you can change your, your lifestyle. What frame of mind would you tell someone to be in if they want to make a drastic change like that? What's the number one like or, or in your in your words, what is the frame of mind that you would tell someone to be in if they want to make a change? I don't want to sound cookie cutter, but I mean, you have to be dedicated, obviously, yeah. but you don't want to, you don't want to overload yourself early. Uh, you don't want to say, I'm going to do it. Uh, this is today's the day. I'm going to do it. Today's the, I'm going to change my life. And I'm going to go out and I'm going to lift uh, 150 pounds. And I'm going to run all these miles and, it's going to, and tomorrow I'm going to do the same thing. In my experience, I've never seen that work, yeah. but if, if you're, if it's controlled, if it's educated, if, um, you know, if, obviously, like I said, if, you know, if you're informed, you have to stay dedicated. And I think overdoing it on day one or day the whole doesn't work, you know, pace, a good pace, steady pace, but dedication, lifestyle change. It's a 1 million percent of full lifestyle change. Yep. Um, I wasn't staying up late. I wasn't going out because, I had a, another priority that I wanted to handle. You know, I, I knew that I wanted to be up early. Like if I, if I was out and I had a couple drinks or something that next morning, you know, I, I could easily sleep till 
nine, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, or I could wake up at seven or six. And, and even if I didn't feel a hundred percent, I could get out and get yeah. after it. That made my, that current day much better. I felt way better. I put myself in a better place mentally, but that's what drove me. You know, as silly as it is, um, holding myself accountable with the calculator, yeah, weighing in frequently, and uh, and then obviously seeing the results kind of kept me motivated. That's what kept me dedicated. You know, I didn't go into it and say I'm going to dedicate myself, but I had right. a couple factors that kept me dedicated. Awesome, awesome. Well, man, that that's and and that's pretty much all the, all the topics I wanted to go go through, and that and that kind of like to close that out. Yeah, there's there's a lot there. Don't try to tackle it all at once. It is one step at a time, one foot in front of the other. Um, definitely appreciate your time. Unfortunately, like the the, the call quality wasn't the best, but uh, for those listening right now, I do appreciate it. I'm gonna go ahead and summarize in a little bit. And, Guys, I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, Stay tuned. I'm going to keep having these episodes on a weekly basis. I'm going to keep interviewing athletes like John. Um, The Zaro Sports Free For All is going to be a good, good podcast. So make sure to stay tuned. Go ahead and check out those show notes. I left a lot of notes in there for you guys today. Uh, And if you're looking for an online coaching program, look no further. Hit me up at Zaro Sports on Instagram. Talk soon. And we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. El mundo quiere dinero